back to the Poetry Corner. Um, the same usual thing every Tuesday. We do this. We got a great show tonight. A lot of uh, poetry tonight. Packed house, which is a good thing. So we're going to get the party started off right. Tuesday night on eight PM we have poetry corner, but tonight we run a little bit of late, had a little bit of technical difficulties. So without further ado, I don't know where my where my hobby goes. Okay. Well, it's a go or like go now. Oh, yeah, okay. start us <laughs> off, my hobby. <laughs> All right. Um this is this is from uh a series of poems that I'm working on called um, We Bleed Out. Uh, somebody needs to mute their mic. Thank you. All right. Um, it's from a serious poem called We Bleed Out. And it's done from seven different perspectives. All right. My first owner, when he bought me, he always loved how I felt in his hand. I need people to mute their mics. My first owner, when he bought me, he loved how I felt in his hands. He would stand in the mirror, practice his sayings like, freeze, get your goddamn hands up. Stop or I'll blow your motherfucking head off. Most times, he wouldn't even speak. He just pulled me with no hesitation, and I would look at my handiwork, see a young man of color, dark skin to deep brown lane, man. I was thinking that he would have a chance, that he have a moment to live through, that he would help him after he shot through. But I watched their blood flow like the high rising of the tide, but all their blood won't return to the sea. Not guilty. My owner cheering while pulling the trigger, throwing Nazi signs while singing Kill All Niggas. He don't even let me get rest. Last week, he shot a girl in the chest, watched her bleed out and take her last breath. And he's standing over her, talking about give it up, motherfucker. Nigga, you dead. Poem. Oh. Powerful piece there. All right, beloved. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello. Um, this piece is called New Beginnings. I blew my own mind. Constant pressures with work and family had me considering retirement. So on 421, I surprised everyone. Called a retirement counselor, said I was done. Didn't tell her I was tired. So tired of the bullshit, not wanting to cuss people out or get fired. I thought all would be well. Now I'm going through hell, trying to decide how and where the money goes. When will I leave? As of today, everybody knows. I'm going into a new beginning. My life is about to change. I'm determined to be winning. No more stress. I'll see my grands and daughter. Things will be as they ought to. I will help my mom with my dad until the end. I'll be a better person and friend. New beginnings is now my motto. God is so good. God in my footsteps on where to go. I need to stay up in spirit because I was attacked twice today. So I'm calling my friends to keep me uplifted in prayer to keep me steady. It's hard not to turn to what isn't good. Even if I don't know all the answers, leaning on the almighty, no matter what, is always understood. And that's that piece. All right. Wow. 
Congratulations, too. Yeah. Thank you. Hey. hey, everybody. The title of this piece is called Beauty Does Grow From Dirt. I know about new beginnings and fresh starts. Then I wake up from the dream of a nightmare with a broken heart. Some would say it's supposed to be a breath of fresh air, not a depth, not the depth of dark despair, or even a scented burning candle, not a three alarm blaze that's too hot to handle. Time heals all wounds. I guess this newness unwraps and unbound the very things that's supposed to be. Maybe it's the un the unused idea of being used to me. Either way, the symbolic existence of this, this imagery of peace and happiness, wrapped and clothed in tranquility, sparking a unique flame with the flame retarded name, like soul stealer, maybe heartbreaker, or user abuser, even hateful Mrs. Sinister. Either way, your dark manifold of untruths has guided me into the light, and my proof is simply that you are my past. And my future is birthing something new at last. I can be free from your venom. Free to shine so bright, but not just for anyone. But finally for me, because all things are made new. And after being jagged, dragged from the dirt, I grew in peace. Okay, bro. Hi. Hello. Hey. Unmute your mic. Oh, goodness. Already? <laughs> I just got here. Hi, everybody. Uh, Hello. Hey, Donnie. Hello. La Perla Negra. Hi. <laughs> Woo, I wasn't ready. Um, goodness. All right. Um, I have a piece here called uh, Thick Sister. All right. Let me tell you about the strength of a thick sister. She's more than a prize, you see, but will not advertise her trauma or worries. The strength in her she's gained will not allow for it to show. However, the strength in the thickness of her thighs is more than the diameter emphasized. So perfectly proportioned, looking like they're creating time and she don't even have to exercise. The jiggle is the balance in her stride and keeps each step sure-footed with pride. The width of her hips supports the weight of a newborn babe's life, and ain't no slipping. Full buttocks and breasts naturally round with that amazing bounce form that deep arch in her back. You just can't mistake that. Ain't no slack in that. Her shoulders carry the weight of the world unconditionally with straps from pocketbooks and packages and bags and just everyday striving to be. And though she walks with her head held high, she is still addressed as, hey sis, or how you doing queen? Or what's up ma? Hey, come here. Damn, you just jumped out of my dreams. Ooh, melanin goddess, dripping with thickness. Instead of just a simple, hello, miss. I hope you're having a pleasant day. My name is such and such, and I would like to get to know you. Oh, and by the way, would you mind telling me your name? So don't be intimidated by her curvy, swervy loveliness because she looks like moonlight walking even during the day. You can get to know her, just be sensible and respectful and she'll give you a little leeway. But don't be full of yourself cause she paid you some attention. You know that common mistake that the arrogant make when a thick sister opens up to his charm. In doing so, you done set off an alarm so don't make her uncomfortable with arrogant actions and talk. Because a thick sister, just like any other woman, will pick up all that she is and walk. 
and a fepis. <laughs> oh, that was nice, real nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Mike. My bad. I said, I guess it's on me, right? I don't know if I did this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, who measures the TikTok and not the space in between? Who measures the TikTok and not the space in between? Who measures the TikTok and not the space in between? Linear minds equate the time as green. Time can be seen stuck between mode and mean as we vibrate and elevate on this plane. Eternity mathematics, multiples of Asiatic sons and daughters burped from dark water of new, the Ma'at order. Understanding that this time is a rhythm, this drum that's played to the harmony of the seventh octave with no fraction of frame. No two seconds the same, only claims of deja vu and quartz crystalline movement. But can you not feel times ebb and flow, pushing you and pulling you like an internal undertow? As days go by, shorter though is the summer solstice, victim all possessed slave, doomed the age with a sour, developing the full taste, aroma, a full body. And we press our lips to sip these precious moments, meted by memory, containing experience, meted by minutes, days and days, divided into decades, and time plays all like a game. While we wish for more quarters and holes like Swiss cheese. Nigga, please tell me the time, because the future's a place and not a time. Because all time ain't the time, because time is running and passing, passing and running, running and passing, passing and running. Time is running out. There's no time to be wasting time, because time ain't got no time for time technicality. Time is choking the shit out of reality. Time is constricting like a python in the death throes of reality. They got time in a bind like a Republican dancing to trap music. Off time, out of place, out of sync, off key, no rhythm, no harmony. Time is converging to a central point where the vibe will be set straight through fire and judgment. So you better be quick than late than get caught try dead trying to stroll through crystal gates. But the past becomes the future and the future becomes the past. The first becomes the last fulfilling this. First finale takes a vow. Standing meek, I take my inheritance now. My ancestors are my descendants and my descendants are my ancestors. And both my ancestors and descendants transmit encoded messages and dreams as they stand on time's outskirts, trying to get you to do God's work. But time has been refined. Time become time ticking like time bombs, talking like nuclear arms, and time is buying a farm. And who stole the yarn from which time make his quilt? Fall into the sea where we see for gold and get silt and believe it's real when it's a weave and it's unbelievable, untreatable, because now time is sick and time is getting old. And mama used to say, take your time, young man. But there is no time to fall to a subset equation of rhyme. Time is time and I need more time and time again. We always say the time at my friend because I tell time like a newbie. And Europeans like to be on time to every place because they measure the time and space that you feel when you ain't making them cash. And cash is like time. It rules everything around me. Time to get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Because it's time to make donuts because we consume time like fresh pasty when time is tasty. We got a whole lot of time to bullshit. And people are dying because of it. Niggas is dying because of it. Being hung and decapitated, dragged and emaciated, shot up, locked down, beat down, put down each and every time. We say, well, we'll get it right the next time, but ain't no next time. Time is now time for the right time. Time to get our shit straight. Time to cooperate. Time to lay the path straight. Time to stop the masturbation of black culture by white supremacy and treat all attacks like an enemy like it's the first time. Pick up a fist, a sword, a knife and go for mine. And I'm not inclined to ask you if you're going to go for help because you stand around not doing shit. I'm going to kill you my damn self. And I ain't militant. I'm just about this time. My time. Your time. This time. That time. Our time. It's nation time. It's nation time. Paul. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> Caught me off guard. All right. Give me some more. Okay. This is called... If or when I fall. I made many mistakes when I met men. Some thought I was easy, but not enough apparently, because I believe in the body as art. I could flash a body part or phone sex with the best of them. My voice was very alluring. Yet I was married before, divorced twice too. It was a little depressing how nothing lasted past 10 years. I even went first, something my mama told me not to do. Now, though, I'm alone. Been a while. I've had plenty of time to think on what I would like in a relationship. First is chemistry. We must attract, be on the same plane. 
Next is honesty. Been there, done that. No need to lie. If so, just say goodbye. Communicate with me. I'm no mind reader. I'm an Aries. If you can't handle me, you can't be the head or leader. The sex has to be off the chain. So I want it again and again. Loyalty is the last thing. My record speaks for itself. Even though I want a ring, if you're going to cheat, it doesn't mean a damn thing. Last of all, I want love. The kind that keeps a man coming home. The kind where the grass is always greener. The kind where cheating doesn't enter the mind. See, I know my spirit is beautiful, compassionate and kind. I'm the best prize you'll ever find. So these are the things, are all the things I require in relationships. See, if I ever fall again, fall in love again, you'll find there's no one like me. And that's that piece. Wow. Um, I call this the 14th Amendment. <clears throat> Where did they get the idea that all men are created equally? When clearly it isn't that way. What happened to just simply saying humanity deserves a chance and treat us all equal? At least that would have included every single one of us. I mean, who comes up with this stuff and then creates all kinds of labels to keep us separated? Judging us by gender, by size, by geographical location, by shape. And oh man, here comes their favorite, the shades of skin we're born in. That's their favorite to attack, especially fine, young, potentially great. Those destined for making phenomenal change towards the betterment of mankind. Those are the ones they like to distort and destroy. They, they try to cheat us and when they can't cheat it out of us, they try and beat us. And when they can't beat it out of us, they shoot. Because shooting just seems to be the end of it all for them temporarily. Making us feel there's no hope in sight, but we know better. So you can't kill hope. Now, I'm not signaling, signaling anyone out in particular except for those who it may apply to. And the funny thing is that it may apply to someone you know, too. Really ain't that funny when you think about it, huh? But nah, I'm talking about a particular mental space, that part that harbors hate, because they tend our medical needs, they stand on corners, they work in our offices, and even some of your homes harbor that destructive hate. And all this went wrong because we tried to take God out of the, out of the equation, tried to place him where we thought he'd fit best, just to suit our ego, cause all this chaos and then hide behind, we're saved by grace. See, you can't make, you can't replace, you can't destroy God. He's always been here, everywhere. He is the creator, the one who creates. Where is the love, y'all? Please. All of this jealousy and violence and greed and hate, it has got to stop. Because all that it does is just take. And that's that piece. Thank you. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, good evening, everyone. All right. So this is called Starting Over. Starting Over. It was only after the off-pitch screams that they both wondered what happened to all of their forever after dreams. Exhausted and winded after going back and forth all day, 
They finally looked at each other, trying to figure out what else could they say. At that moment, they both let out a deep sigh and said, I wish we could go back to our happier times. Suddenly, the hands on that old grandfather clock started to rewind. In that very second, they went back years into the past, the point where the point in their lives where their love could not be surpassed. The very beginning where the trust for each other was being made and where the foundation of their love was being laid. The place, the place where they actually would listen and not just hear. And the words spoken were not blunt and harsh, but thought out carefully and so sincere. They took time to show their love by leaving sweet notes and doing small acts that they know the other was fond of. Coming up behind her, holding her tight, her holding onto him with all of her might, asking how his day was or him asking, was she feeling okay? Many times they didn't have to speak because their connection was so in tune with each other, it left nothing to say. Neither now remember what made things change, but deep down they are grateful for the new beginning and the love they vowed to retain. In peace. Okay, cool. Yes. Love that. Yes. 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 Get that man. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Um, I'm just Jay. Um, I do poetry, also do painting. Um, this fish tank behind me is a piece of art too. Um, I try to get off in the arts as much as I can. Um, main thing I'm trying to do right now is try to raise these kids the right way. That, that, that'd be my masterpiece if I can pull that off. Kids make it tough. And everybody understand that they had some kids or seen somebody with some kids. All right. Before I decided the audience with you, I set my house in order in order to tell you all my heart. I have traveled many continents, seeking the beauty such as yours. I am but a humble man of meager status, with only honor and integrity as my current currency. It was a year ago almost to the day when I heard you say, words that weave like a basket of choice roses as your moist voice spoke like a lioness on the plains of Giza, resounding in the still of the night under a full moon's light. I heard your call and I paused, like a stained pane glass I instinctually fractured from your light. Your voice like an apparition now echoing roam the deepest chambers of my heart. And on that very night, you took my life. That I yield to you tonight, with no regrets of your conquest. I am here bed-chest at my own behest, soaked in love's sweat, like fresh drops of dew does when they glisten in the dawnly light. Would I be too forward if I were to read you a poem? Yes, I write, when the conditions for love are just so. And this is no mere first sight, although you are an eye's delight that has cut grooves into my heart. And my pen began to scratch till the page started to ignite as if love was some type of bizarro battlefield of healing skills that mends gashes and gouges and pushes bones back under the flesh. Your scars are an outward expression and a testament of your strength as I place this little bitty crown upon your finger. If the lions should feast, then let the lions do as they do best, and I shall beat them back with every poem and beat from my chest. In peace. Wow, beautiful, Jay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
That's what's up. Um, I'm going to call this freestyle Bits and Pieces of the Poetry Before Me. I had some things this evening that touched my heart. Some other things touched my soul. There were some things that tickled my ears and some other things that made me feel whole. I didn't realize there was a hole in my life or any spot that didn't need fulfilling, but until I heard this evening's poetry, I didn't even realize there was an enlightenment. I was told previously because I'm spoiled that so much is given to me that I take things for granted, but that's not exactly the fact. I mean, in some ways, I get that and I understand why it is and why the friend who I know loves me said this to me, not behind my back or to someone else, but to my face. It's an actual thing that people should embrace. You want to be the best you that you can be every day and everybody will not like and or love you. But the reality is this and for all of you who spit a piece previously, all I can say is this about y'all as it affects me. I know that some of the Epiphany family members had to leave because they have a show that just started a minute ago. There are others who are still here who are not show hosts on Tuesday, but they are tomorrow. There are still other poets who are not affiliated with that broadcast network, that online radio station and universe, but they understand what I'm saying when I say uh -huh. that. It's an amazing thing in the poetry community. We need to listen to and absorb things that we get from other poets. And this is what it did for me. Nicole has this way that when she reads something, I feel like that even if I wasn't there, she shares so much detail that I feel like I was too. The brilliant thing about Danielle coming on this evening is because I only really had a relationship with La Negra. But when Danielle came onto the poetry corner this evening, I saw something different in her. And I'm not saying what I saw previously wasn't amazing, but this was a level of vulnerability that made me have to want to mentally hug and embrace her and salute her poetry. She sometimes didn't even understand what it was that she could bring to the table. And I know that this has gotta be outside of her comfort zone, but please know this. Let me straighten my own crime while I say this to you. You did what you came to do. Own it. It's yours. Um, Adrian is part of that Epiphany family too. And Miss VIP is who she is there, even if she's not to all of you. Um, I, I've always thought of VIPs not just as very important people, but people who have been given a responsibility that they're strong enough to carry. Because a lot of times people don't know how heavy the head is that wears the crown. So for you to be a very important person puts you in a position in which other people are looking to you for inspiration, for guidance, for skin, for thinking that you know it all because this is where you are. You know, obviously you're not a peasant. You're in the VIP. But you don't want to feel like this is the reason why people are attracted to you. I'm going to tell you why. I see you as a VIP. I think that a lot of times people don't realize it, but you're one of the people who does, that there is victory in prayer. That's what I think about when I see you. And you give the kind of poetry that even if it isn't your current situation, you're speaking things into reality because you trust the process. And I salute you for that. Um, I didn't want to leave anybody out. Did I skip? Did I skip? Just Jay, I wasn't being shady. I just, um, my, my, my eyesight is really uh, suspect on, on a good day. And y'all in the tiny boxes <laughs> and I'm in the big one. So I can't see all the faces, but I was trying to think back to the poetry. Oh, um, he had said something in his piece that spoke to me, but I'd heard it previously. But sometimes it's not just because you know the piece, but every time I listen, I listen differently. Um, I used to tell my mother this. She's like, why do you watch movies over and over? Because I watch a different character each time. And this time I listened to the words that he gave emphasis to. And all of those words to me are key to who he is, not just as a poet, 
but as a husband and a father and a man and a human being just, just trying to be a decent person. And I had seen such a lack in that, that it would depress me. But then I came on to Let's Talk Network and I uh, was invited to the Poetry Corner. And there was a vulnerability that I saw that I'd never actually visually seen before for people in the poetry community. Because I'm not just hearing what they speak. I'm seeing the look on their face when they deliver the words to us. And I'm touched and I'm honored and I'm grateful. And so I had to take a little piece from all of you to get to where I needed to be. So that was my first time in peace. You're going to stop showing out one way or the other. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. This, this piece that I'm going to read tonight is called um, The Tree of Life. Collect here. In my arms, in my palms, in my magic, in my mouth, collect here where it's safe, where it's easy, where you need me, where you left me. Leave your reasons with the key under the rock convenient me. I'm left here in a state of almost and defiant will in a nursery of sorry seeds. I'm left here inside of amber, like you remember, outside of myself. Collect here where I'm rooted. Watch the veins turn to vines. Watch the promises fade to lies. The recompense turn rancid with the stench of resentment. Collect here, then return for yourself when you need us. Leave us in pieces. My nails will grow roots. I'll wait where you choose me. And that's that piece. Thank you. Okay. 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 This is, a t this is a piece I titled Simplistic Richness. All I ever wanted was something better and different, special with nice interests, refusing to live on ignorance. Motivation of giving, receiving the greatest blessing, articulate conversation, addressing the smallest questions. Never thinking too low, stay grounded below the high. Middle session on the rise and tying ribbons from the sky. Don't judge the buzz that's created to level us at the end of the day. Day painting a picture without a brush. No rush, left in the dust, walk in the sun. Raised up one part. Work from the slums. Build projects or plans on diagrams and programs. Become a wonder woman, I'm just enjoying being a fan. As a man loving a strong, beautiful presence around me. Dating your heart if your mind is free, this is K-I-N-G. Gentleman with a hand that's been known to hold it down. Two feet on the ground, standing firm, wearing a crown. Rockets tilted to the left because I know what feels right. Excuse me, baby, we're going to be all right. Let's take a flight, King. Okay. Well. <laughs> You're muted. Your mic is muted. <laughs> I'm mute. I'm mute, Adrian. Mute it. Everybody else unmute it. <laughs> Adrian. Your mic. Your mic is muted. He must can't get it off or something. She might be having some technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I call this the God in you, my black kings. My black kings, when I look at you. The God in you is all I see. I praise you on every platform because you so rightfully are deserving of it. I see your strength, your regalness of your presence alone and your melanin. Mm. 
that beautiful, beautiful melanin in a plethora of hues, so rich, so desired and sought after. It's unparalleled. I see how you stand firm in your decision-making, handling your business, and always step up to the plate. My Black Kings, when I look at you, I see father, the first real man and true love in his daughter's life. I see husband, always working hard and striving to give his family the better life. I see son, his namesake. I see uncle, the constant consultant that helps guide. I see brother, a sister's best friend and shoulder that mends when her tears are hidden from dad. I see nephew, who's always being schooled. And I see cousin, the one who gets your weird and crazy always, regardless. See, there isn't enough admiration in my lifetime that I could give or enough accolades I could find and honor you with for your sacrifice, protecting us from unseen forces, healing us while absorbing our pain. I will always give my heart to you and always keep your crown straight. Cause this thing right here, this world on an earthly plane, mm -mm, it don't work without you. So my black kings, when I look at you, the God in you is all that I see. So I bow and I thank you. And that's that piece. This is the piece by another poet. If my eyes could write poetry, my eyes would write about the majesty that is your outer beauty and transcribe just what a beautiful soul you are. My eyes would write about how cheated they felt to have to go to sleep, although our parting brief, because in our dreams we meet. They would ink verses that described how fast the pulse quickens just at the sight of you those eyes and those edible lips. My eyes ink would brag about you to others, describing how starlit nights are not as beautiful as the view of you that the both of them look forward to as each one takes turns in verse. As they view your splendor from different angles to make a three-dimensional piece of pure poetry how sunsets fail to live up to the magnificence of each intricate part of you. From your walk away to your smile as our eyes greet again. And if they had hands, oh, how they would play in your hair while sharing love stories via French kisses and soft whispers. I swear if only my eyes could write poetry, you would see what I see but oh so differently through my eyes, poetry. From this particular view, every day would be like deja vu. Oh, if my eyes could write poetry. They would spend extended waking moments just to take more time to write about you. So in all that it entails, you might really understand how I really feel as this page drip with my eyes ink in peace. Um, that piece was by J. Rob, the wise son. All right, that's what's up. In your voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> All right, so um, for today's topic, I did another short poem. Um, it's called New Life. I am a new creation. He has made a change in me. I am not bound on any side because my soul has been set free. I had all my sins washed away and for that I'm grateful. 
but no monetary value could I pay. He tossed them into the sea of forgetfulness and to remember them no more. And although I am imperfect, I will have entrance to heaven's door. And peace. Okay, that was great. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, this last piece I have is called Black Men. Black men I love. To me, the God's gift from above. See, it's not about their prowess. I love that too. But it's how they can be a woman's backbone how they can provide in a home to love so deep when they know there's no longer a need to be afraid. When they realize love is reciprocated, then life is hopefully, hopefully no longer complicated. Black men, I love their smiles, the way some handle stress. I dig their no bullshit attitude, though at times they can be rude. Lord, I love black men. But to me, they go through way too much doing their best to have success. Real support, real love, a woman's touch. Men are true keepers of the castle when their vulnerability isn't threatened. I'm so proud of them. Th through all the world has put on them, slavery, genocide, homicide, they have prevailed. They tried to live the dream, but racism is still alive. Black men ain't putting up with all that job. They won't longer accept it. They need our support to overcome the struggle to fulfill the dream. Black men, I love you, believe in you, and I will lift you up in prayer every day that you live right, love right in every way. And that's that piece. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh wow, I love that. Um I, I hate when I'm caught up in the last poet's piece and then I can't find my own direction. Mm. Um I want to thank Nicole, our Brookings for this and some other stuff. But um it was a reminder that there was a theme tonight, new beginnings. So for a lot of people, the new year begins January 1. For me, it takes place periodically throughout the calendar year. And I'm not saying that I'm starting over clean slate because it's May and I know it's already too late. But what I'm saying is this. I can, when Facebook tells me that it's your date that you were born on, I used to say happy born day. People are like, why do you say that? Because that was the day you were born. You weren't born again today, however many years later. This is the date of your birth, not your birthday. Your birthday is that day that you came to be. Anyway, it's another story. So it used to, it used to burn me up and I would be dead and I couldn't function. So then I started saying this, happiness always. Because people shouldn't want you to be happy on that one day. They should want you to be happy always. Started saying that. That's my jam. So I said that. And I thought about it. Huh. It's one thing to be happy for other people. But are people really happy for you? Like, all right, they angry and they're watching, listening, taking notes, but they're not comprehending what it is, who you are and what you do. I'm not perfect by any means. There are a whole lot of people that don't like me. I kind of think it's a good thing. I remember watching a stand-up comedian. Cat Williams is his name. He's probably half the time, and I'm not mad, because nine times out of ten, I am too. The wonderful thing about what he said and how it resonated with me was this. He said, you have to measure your success by the number of haters that you have. Everybody's not going to always love you. That's not what you were born to do. You are born to do the thing that is your purpose. And there are people taking notes and sometimes you make them nervous. And they're confusing the emotion because if they're jealous, it's both love and hate at the same damn time. And I get that because previously that position was mine. And I had told somebody that I know and love deeply 
and intimately that I have never really been jealous previously. Then I was real mad at me one day and I realized something. <sighs> this is a new beginning for me. I've never had a friend where something that happened in their life or that they did affected me. And not like I was immune to it or that it would bounce off me like I was repelling it. No, I didn't have a bulletproof vest. I got hit dead in my chest. T-shirt became crimson. And I was bleeding to death. And I couldn't say anything because I was mad at me, my friend. So I had to reel it back in. I explained what was said and how I felt about it at the time. And as grown-ups, we kept moving on because two things you can't do over. Words that you have said and a waste of time. So I have to start over. Every time I go on my social media and it tells me that it's such and such's birthday, I check and see what was our interaction in the last 364 days. If it was zero, I can't hold a spot for you. This is my actual Facebook page. So you're not going to participate and you don't want to be friends with me. That's cool. I have a lengthy block list and I'm probably on somebody that I know and think that they're dope and they don't feel the same way about me and that's okay. Because the reality is this, I need people to understand that new beginnings means that you're embracing the change, the possibility and the journey. You have to have your mind, heart, eyes and hands open in order to receive blessings. If you are reaching and grabbing, you can't get anything. That's due to you because you're already occupied. Even if you can juggle, it ain't going to work. Trust me, I can limitedly. It ain't going to work for you. The reality is this. Sometimes you have to accept apology that wasn't given. Sometimes you have to move on when people hate you and keep on living. If you feel like the thing that you're doing is what you were meant to do, then you do that. Get in your groove and shine as bright as possible. Because there are people who are living in the dark because they're mad about something that was situational. And it didn't have to be for always. So I have to watch the way that I speak to people. And I try to reevaluate myself every single day. When I wake up in the morning, I want to be proud of the person that I am today. Because I'm not the woman I was yesterday. Goals can be small. Sometimes they're long term. But however you do it, you're not doing it wrong. New beginnings for me. It's this very moment. Time is of the essence, and I'm talking about right now. So I'm based, and I hold on to it, and I share it with all of y'all. And if I look back at the replay of this tape and say to myself that on that evening, I said this, that, and the third, and I'm still proud, I know that I did it with all sincerity. I'm Gina Storm. Thank you for indulging me. Alright, I'm gonna let y'all pick. I'm gonna let y'all pick. You want um the conscious piece or you want another love piece? Because most of my pieces are about love. Love. So y'all pick. Yeah, yeah let's love. do love. 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 Yeah, bring the love. Spread the love. <laughs> hey, lean into it. <laughs> All right. Danielle, say it with your chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I call this um, Black Love is Heaven Sent. You ask the question, how bad do I want to be in Black Love? I want so bad to smell the smell only our body chemistry emits. That brown skin mixture it's heavenly no, magic. Love language through our eyes, we just know without speaking that nothing need be said. I want my evermore to be my forevermore, forever. And yes, holding hands in the rain and nights of just kissing all night. I learned what you teach as we teach we because we're all that be in this. 
this black love and how we understand the imperative importance of the continuation of us. See, I don't just want to be in black love. I want him, we, us to be of it. Because black love is like a spell of enchantment from a glowing star in the far southern skies. It's intriguing and attractive. And we all know is heaven sent. Black love is family. My children, his children, our children. Loving everything African about each other and ethnicity allowing each other to be ourselves, sexually giving each other what we need and want, essentially, morally supporting each other's gifts and dreams, romantically the love we have, like dating, like it's a new relationship. And lastly, accepting each other's past as well as to come unconditionally. That's how bad I want to be in black love. Yeah, nice. That's what's up. 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 That's what's have a bone in his mouth and he went to the water to look into the water and he saw another dog with another bone and when he opened his mouth to retrieve it he had no bones and sol <laughs> that's what that sounds like but i feel you all right this piece may not be on topic but y'all know how i do it's called honey and it's because i'm taking a different new beginnings uh We'll look at it as saying um, a new perspective on something that used to give me a lot of uh, grief. But um, here goes. Honey is a harmonizer. Drip in the manner of understanding. Knees fat with satisfaction. Plump dumpling. Whispering something with little knowledge of the language. Tongue clicks missed. Redirecting the message. An ego chamber is what she's left with. Blessed be the resting beat of a heart for hire. Honey got the hallelujah and the hellfire. She's a harmonizer. Juicy mango, harmony thick like hominy grits. Green, bruised, planting limbs. Bottom lip heavy like her accent. You want more? She asked him, asked him before allowing an enthusiastic visit deep inside her. She ain't a home wrecker. She's a harmonizer. It's her vibration that he needs. He seek her out like them honeybees. She give him little something sweet, serve him up a stew for eat, oil his beard and rub his feet for $40 and a little treat with a wife at home and kids to feed. There's paradise and harmony and honey is a harmonizer, synthesizer of intimations, conversations with her shadow self. She thinks of you and no one else, a caress that can make the heavens melt with pineapple juice and aki shells, soul eater, need feeder, lever of none the wiser. She doesn't make the rules. She just plays a game because honey is a harmonizer. And that's that piece. What? Wait a minute! Is, is honey a homewrecker? <laughs> honey sound like a homewrecker. That's what's up. <laughs> but listen, before high girl summer, <laughs> that's what she came for. You can't blame her. You got to blame him. Okay, back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> <laughs> he got that word. That that was good. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. All right. This is a piece I titled Beautiful Beverage. No cream in my coffee, strictly my roasted lattes. You already carry splendor in your center, may I venture? To a journey of an amazing exploration, visit your galaxy. Speak to your universe through time and space, I would gladly. Open the door to my partially closed inner connectivity. Travel through vicinities and leave you lovely memories. When I see them pretty eyes with a style of your smile, I will love an invitation with the when, why, and how. My oneness with the air to find your prayers anywhere. May my gesture appear and be fair, let me your ear. To speak words into existence, I am vigilant upon meeting you. 
Yes, I am pursuing someone. I find special. Guess who? Old soul of a man who stays youthful in his heart. Allow me to start this great adventure with a spark. Kiss your thoughts with my passion of a starry evening. This is a full moon affection I hope that you believe in. True strength of sight beyond lights that illuminate. Look at my face as I demonstrate expression. Yes, I can wait. King. Hey. Okay. Okay. I'm now. <laughs> and that was a great show for tonight. I apologize uh, to everybody in the chat and the poets for uh, starting the show late. I was having some strange technical difficulty. I actually was, I actually overslept. And then for some reason, my internet service was acting crazy. But I do want to talk to this young lady here. Hold on. <laughs> I need you. Uh, I, always see, I always see you in the chat, and you always support the show. And I'd like you to uh, explain exactly who you are, young lady, and um, when did you first get into poetry? Um, my pen name is La Perla Negra. Um, man, I've been getting poetry since I was about uh, 12, but I didn't. I didn't find my voice until, um, for real, um, snatched me up and was like, come on, Don. For real is uh, one of my oldest, uh, dearest friends. I've known him since I was 14. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't, y'all wouldn't know who I was. I wouldn't have a voice or anything because um, I'm so introverted. Um, I'm on three shows um, on Epiphany. Uh, it's, uh, Saturday nights that um, on Poetic Therapy, um, that's at nine. Monday nights on the Soul Cafe, and that's with um, For Real, Poetic, essentially Johnny's and me. And then I have my lovely diva, Miss VIP, where we do the Love Zone, and that's Wednesday night at nine. Um, my mother of three beautiful kids who I want to strangle from time to time. Um, I'm a widow going on six years um, after 23 years of marriage. And um, I'm pretty much a homebody. Um, I crochet. I make everything. My specialty is uh, layout sets for babies. That's blankets, hood hoodies, whatever. <laughs> if you ever need anything done. Um, and that's pretty much it. I keep to myself. That's it. Great, we glad you could meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Oh, I'm a fan of everybody. Hopefully, you won't be a fan of y'all. We're glad you made it, Danielle. Yeah. Hey, Danielle. I'm, 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 i am i Thank you for having me, though. I really, really appreciate this. And I am a fan of everybody on here. Gina, thank you. I love you, baby. For that piece. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody have any closing uh, closing statements before we close? Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everybody, you know what I'm saying, for showing up tonight, spitting on fly dope pieces, and see people next week. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get it moving. Word. Just Jay. Uh, Yes, sir. You said you had something. Yeah, I, um, I really respect what y'all are doing here, man. Y'all are y'all are doing a huge thing here, bro. Uh, uh, Q and and Joel, this. I, I wish I wish I wish that this goes to the to the stratosphere. I hope to be seeing y'all on pay per view type of stuff with this, man. <laughs> this right here is a real good thing. I like that, bro. I like that. Hey, you know what? If you aim for the stars, you might hit a mountain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But y'all got this, man. Uh, I, I really do appreciate y'all letting me use this as a venue. Uh, y'all, y'all, some good guys. Yo, man. You already know. Um, me and my wife, we do a, a painting. You can get us on YouTube. We teach people how to paint. That's J and J Production Acrylic Arts. Uh, y'all come over there. We'll teach y'all how to go ahead and do that stuff that we doing. Um, much love to the show. 
Nice shot. So with that, everybody in the chat, we appreciate you guys this week for joining saying. us. Um, give the, give these poets uh, a lot of your positive energy because it's it's not easy always to perform your work on camera, and then sometimes they don't even know when they're going to perform the poetry. They just see their face on the big screen and it's like, oh, it's my turn. So you know, uh, yeah. try to try to try to try to spread that energy to them at, at all times. With that, until next week, as King says. Uh, Peace, love, and poetry. Peace, love, and poetry. Love, and poetry. Love, and poetry. Love, and poetry.